Song of Solomon, chapter 2. And I just want to read one verse of Scripture, verse number 15. The Bible says, Take us the foxes, the little foxes, that spoil the vines, for our vines have tender grapes. Heavenly Father, Lord, I ask you tonight, if you would, to please help us tonight. I thank you for the good singing, the good spirit of God that's in this place, the testimonies that have been given. Lord, thank you for your people that's taken time to come and be here on a Wednesday night. Lord, no doubt many of them may be tired in body, but Lord, we thank you for their faithfulness tonight to you and to the, to the house of God. And I pray that you'll bless us now, bless the reading of thy word. Lord, I don't want to say anything that would grieve the Holy Spirit. I pray, dear God, that you would guide our tongues and guide our, our thought tonight. Lord, help us tonight to glorify you. May you be pleased with our worship. I ask you to speak to our hearts. Help us to receive with meekness the engrafted word. And most of all, I pray, Lord, that we'd see no man save Jesus only. And we'll thank you for it. In Christ's name we do pray. Amen. Amen. You can be seated tonight. I want you to think with me for we, before we look at verse number 15 tonight. I want you to think with me about chapter number 2. I would say tonight that if we were going to outline, outline this chapter, that if we were to look at it, we would look at it in three different parts. First of all, uh, we would think about the first seven verses, and I would think about the delight here because uh, uh, the first seven verses of chapter number two opens up uh, with the mutual delight of Solomon and the Shulamite, uh, and they're expressed in how that uh, they have great delight for each other. And so the first seven verses, we would think about the delight. And then in verse number 8 down to verse number 13, we would think about the desire. Uh, the desire of Solomon for the Shulamite uh, is mentioned in verses 8 through 13. And also the desire of the Lord for every sinner is seen in the action of Solomon here in these verses tonight. So we would talk about the delight. And then we would talk about the, the desire. And, and then finally as we get to verse number 14, uh, we would talk about the devotion tonight. Uh, from verse number 14 down uh, to ver the end of the chapter, verse number 17. And I think the devotion is very important tonight uh, because devotion has to come uh, uh, whenever we have a delight and a desire to serve God. Amen. You see, this Shulamite lady has come to the place uh, where she understands that, that Solomon uh, uh, loves her and that the beloved loves her. And now she has made a decision uh, to be devoted unto him. However, there is a danger when we come uh, to verse number 14 or verse number 15 should I say tonight when it comes to devotion you see in this text tonight the danger is found uh, in this verse uh, I want you to notice the first phrase as the Bible says take uh, us the foxes amen there's a danger when it comes to devotion and that devotion is the foxes that are mentioned in this verse of scripture tonight I want to preach a few minutes by the help of the Lord on this subject on don't be fooled by the foxes. Amen? Don't be fooled by the foxes. You see that this is a picture of Solomon and concerning this Shulamite woman here. But it's a great picture between the Lord and every sinner how that God loves us. He desired us before we knew Him. He desired us before, he, uh, before we were created. He desired us before He saved us. Uh, God had a desire. I want to tell you there was a day in my life 
and yours. I went looking for God, but long before I went looking for God, he came looking for me. Amen. I want to tell you when Zacchaeus climbed up in that sycamore tree, it didn't take God by surprise. For the Bible said that Jesus was to pass by that way. I just want to stop and say tonight, I thank God for the day that Jesus passed by my way. Hallelujah. Don't you thank God for him passing by your way? And so there's a delight and there's a desire and there's a devotion, but there's a danger tonight. And the danger is, is that these foxes will come into every one of our life if we're not careful. I thought about foxes. There's 23 different types of foxes around the world. Uh, the Sierra Nevada uh, fo- red fox uh, is the most rarest fox uh, in all the world. It's found in California. Foxes are beautiful animals uh, uh, ranging in different colors such as red and silver and cross and white uh, and black. Uh, but none of those foxes that I just mentioned to you are the foxes that our scripture is talking about tonight. I want to tell you these foxes in this verse uh, is my friend uh, uh, foxes that you and I must be constantly aware of uh, for they are not uh, uh, listen created foxes as physical foxes in this world uh, but they're the spiritual foxes uh, uh, that comes into our life uh, and if you and I are not careful they'll rob us of everything good they'll rob us of growth uh, they'll rob us of joy uh, they'll rob us of victory they'll take away the spoils out of our life tonight These foxes in this text, they're sly. They're more sly than any fox that's on this earth tonight. Foxes. Don't be fooled by the foxes. The question tonight in my life and yours is how many foxes is there in our life tonight? You say, Brother Gravely, I don't think that there's no foxes in my life. Maybe you're like me. At the start of this sermon, I thought, well, I don't know if I've really got any foxes in my life. But as I begin to study this text here, this verse, there's four things I want you to notice concerning these foxes tonight. We must not be fooled by the foxes that come into our life. There's four things I want you to see. And this fourth thing is really the main part of the message. So I'll move quickly tonight if you'll just stay with us first of all I want you to see their symbolism now notice the Bible said take us the foxes amen well if they're not the foxes physically of this world if they're not that creature that that roams the earth that we can see then what are these foxes tonight Uh, I'll tell you what these foxes are they're foxes that cannot be tamed amen I'm telling you there are things that come in our life that you and I no matter how hard we try no matter how much we try to convince our you cannot tame them. Amen. They're just some things that don't need to be in our life because I'm telling you, listen, we cannot control them. Amen. There's foxes uh, that will get out of control. When we think about their their symbolism tonight, they represent things that cannot be tamed. They represent things that cannot be trusted tonight. Amen. You remember when Jesus called Herod a fox? Amen. The reason he called him a fox uh, was because he was a sly one. He was one that could not be trusted. I'm telling you there's some things that if you and I are not careful tonight, they'll creep into our life. They'll come in under radar. They'll sneak in like a fox. They're sly and they'll come in. I'll tell you, listen, they cannot be tamed and they cannot be trusted tonight neither. I'll say their symbolism is that they cannot be tamed. They cannot be trusted and then finally they cannot be tolerated tonight. 
You see, if the Holy Spirit shows you there's a fox in your life, then you ought to not tolerate it one more day, one more second in your life. Being sensitive to the Holy Spirit is when God deals with us about something. When he puts his finger on something in our life, we ought to, we ought to remove that, whatever that is. Sometimes we get so attached to it. Sometimes we fall in love with it so much. Sometimes it seems so insignificant in our life that we think, well, it's okay for it to be there because it really doesn't matter. But it's a fox tonight. And I want to tell you, this fox, their symbolism is they cannot be tamed. They cannot be trusted. And we cannot tolerate them. I tell you how the Holy Spirit wants all of us to be tonight. We want, he wants us to be so sensitive that every time he puts his finger on something, we agree with him on it and we deal with it as he would want us to deal with it. Amen. One of the problems in our churches today is that people have become scared to death of the altar. And while the altar should not be something we take lightly, we should not just run to the altar. Children ought to not play in the altar. Can I get a witness on that? I don't mind young children coming to the altar. I think it's good uh, to let them use the altar uh, so they're not afraid to come down here but they ought to know that it's sacred. They ought to know that it's holy. They ought to know it's not something just to come down here and play. You can come down and pray with them and I think that's good. I'll tell you it's a tragedy in our day when more people sitting in our pews uh, the Holy Spirit of God will speak to them. He'll deal with them about things in their life uh, but they will not use the altar. Amen. And foxes cannot be tolerated. Their symbolism. Then notice in this text their size. Solomon is not just talking about any fox. But he said the little foxes. Think about these little foxes tonight. They're little foxes, he said. They're, they're small in size. They're, they're little foxes, but there's a lot of foxes because you'll notice that it's not, uh, uh, it's not singular, but the word fox is plural. You know, Solomon warns us uh, that there's little foxes everywhere. They may be small in size, but they're everywhere. What do these little foxes represent? Uh, oh, listen, they may appear to be harmless. Uh, they may appear, listen, uh, to, uh, to just be something that it doesn't matter if they hang around. But I want to tell you those little foxes, Solomon said, they're more deadly in your life uh, than the big foxes. Amen. I'm telling you tonight, you ought to think about it. It's the little things that bring people down. It's the little things that cause people to change course. Uh, it's the little things that'll ruin a marriage. Uh, it's the little things that'll ruin your testimony. It's the little things that, that will destroy a church and separate a body. It's the little things of life that hinder you from having victory. Their size. See, I don't think I'm preaching to a crowd tonight that got drunk last night. At least I hope nobody did. I don't think, I don't think I'm preaching to a crowd that has been downtown and, and, and bought a bag of weed. I'm looking real closely when I say that. I don't think I'm preaching to a crowd tonight that, that you're spending your money on lottery tickets or, or you're going out and living in adultery. I hope that none of that would be the case tonight. I'm telling you if, you, if you are, God will expose you. Surely he will let the world know about it. Amen. He'll uncover your sin. But I don't think that's the crowd I'm preaching to. It's a Wednesday night crowd. You're here because you want to be here. You've made the effort to come here. I don't think I, there's, when I look at you tonight, I don't think it's the big things that we could go down and list. 
Ghost and we could talk about tonight that may be hindering our life but it's some little things that go undetected those little things that get brushed off it's those little things that we just seemingly let them pass over and we let them go on thinking that it'll not have any great significance in our life you young people hear me it's the little things in your adolescence and in your youth that if you just push it away and think it's not a big deal those little things grow up and them little things well my friend will take you down amen it seemed to be a little thing a little fox when David decided to stay home from battle it seemed to be a little thing when Samson told Delilah because the little thing in Samson's life that made him tell all of his heart was not sexual Samson was ate up with the flesh wasn't he But you go back and read it. The day that Samson told Delilah all of his heart, you know what the little thing was? He was weary. He got tired. And he came in and it wasn't. It wasn't seductive. He laid his head in Delilah's lap and like a mother would stroke a child's hair. She stroked him and he told her all her heart. The little foxes. The little things. Their size. Their symbolism. Then what about their spoil? Look at this. The Bible said that spoil the the vines. They spoil the vine. They dig burrows. They destroy the root system. They divide or they separate the vine. They devour what's on the vine. You see, their, their ultimate goal is that they're, they're wanting to consume something. They, they desire something. I want to tell you the little things that go unchecked in my life and yours, they're just as deadly as anything else. I'll tell you what they'll do. They'll destroy the root system in our life spiritually. They'll stop the growth. They'll, they'll rob you of the fruit that's in your life. I'm talking about tonight the spoil. You see these little foxes, uh, they have the same appetite that these big foxes have. Uh, these little things, uh, hey the little things in life uh, has the same appetite on the flesh uh, and on the world tonight uh, that the big things have. Uh, it may not be a six pack of beer. It may not be a bag of weed. Uh, it may be not, uh, not a night of sinful pleasure that robs you of your victory and your joy and gets you out of church one day. It may be the little things of life that spoil. You know, there's a man that came to me one time and he told me he was bitter at somebody. And I told that man, I said, well, you need to get right. I said, does the person know? He said, they, don't, they have no idea that I'm bitter at them. And the bitterness started with jealousy. And he told me that. He said, I got jealous. And he said, I let the jealousy fester. And he said, the jealousy now has turned into bitterness. And I said, this this person does not even know that you were jealous and now you're bitter. He said, no, they don't. I said, well, don't go to them. I said, because you will be a stumbling block to them. I said, "You, you need to make it right with God. But he would not. A little while went by and I asked him one day, I said, have you made that right with God? He said, no, I'm, I, he said, I'm still struggling with it. I said, well, we, we need to pray about it. And, and, and it went unchecked. It, in fact, it went unchecked for five years. Tonight, his family's destroyed. Him and his wife are divorced. All because of a little fox that spoiled the vine. You see... It matters tonight. I went to a man one day because he started letting his boys miss Sunday school. 
And I went to him. I said, them boys are missing Sunday school. They need to be in Sunday school. He said, oh, I know, preacher, but blah, blah, blah. He said, well, we, you know, we got this. Good, and he thought he had a great excuse. Something had to be. I said, no, no, no. I said, they need to be in Sunday school, and you need to be in Sunday school with them. Amen. And if you started missing Sunday school, I would come to you not to be mean, but I love you. And I, I don't want you to, to go down that road. And I didn't do that to, to rebuke that man, but I went to him and I said, look, you, you need to get back in Sunday school. You need to get them in Sunday school. And, and, and here's what he said. He said, preacher, is Sunday school that big of a deal? I said, absolutely. So I'll tell you how big of a deal it is. It's Hebrews 10, 25. Big of a deal. And he promised me that he would get back in Sunday school. Tonight he's in heaven. And I held his hand probably three weeks before he died. And he said, Preacher, I'm dying early. You know what he said to me? He said, If only the day you told me to get back in Sunday school, I would have got back in. This wouldn't have happened. He said, Little foxes, they spoil the vine tonight. Oh, listen, you know what we need to do, what I need to do? I, before I came here, I did, but I'm telling you, I'm going to do it again tonight. You better check up. Do some inventory. Look at your life tonight. Don't let this sermon brush by. Don't say, well, it's just another Wednesday night sermon. Don't, don't say, oh, that's, that's good preaching and go out the door and forget. No, no, no. You take heed. You, you listen. You take it to your heart. I don't think God spoke to me this morning just to be given a sermon, just to, just to preach. But I really believe tonight that there's things in our life that if we're not careful, those little things could be my downfall tonight. And I want you to see their strategy. He said, for our vines, notice this, have tender grapes. You know what the strategy of the fox is, the little fox? It's to get the grapes. It's to get those tender grapes. Those things that are ripe. Those things that are sweet. Those things that are pleasant. I'm going to tell you, you know what the little things in life that if we're not careful, we, we brush them aside, we let them go by. I'm going to tell you what they're after. They're after the sweet things that God has put in your life. They're after the things that brings pleasantness in your life. Only God knows how to put sweet things in our life. I'm telling you, the world will never put anything sweet in your lap. I want to tell you, listen, the flesh will never give you anything sweet. It'll give you rotten fruit. It may be sweet, but it's corrupt. It'll never bring it, but God, you look in your life, and God puts some sweet things in your life, and he puts some things that gives you joy, and he puts some good things in your life. I'm telling you, listen, those little foxes, they'll want to dig into your life. They want to burrow in. They want to find their place in your life under your root system somewhere. You know why? Because they're waiting for the grapes to fall. They're waiting for the vine to die. They're waiting to separate the root system. Oh, you hear me tonight? Sitting in a good old-fashioned church, hearing old-fashioned preaching of the King James Bible, having family altar, going to Sunday school, reading your Bible every day. It builds a good, strong root system. And you and I cannot afford to let the little foxes of this world uh, rob us uh, of what God wants to put in our life. Amen. You see, this strategy, these, I really want to think just a few moments and I'll be done here. I really want us to think about these grapes, these tender grapes. 
Because that's the strategy of the small fox is to, it can't reach all the way up into the top, but if it can, if it can destroy the root system, if it can, if it can gnaw on the vine, if it can burrow down underneath, what'll happen is uh, those grapes will eventually let go and it can get a hold of all of it. It can pull the vine down once it dies. Uh, it wants the fruit. I want to tell you tonight, the little foxes wants the fruit that God wants to give. In our life, here's the principle. Three little things concerning their strategy. The principle is this. Don't allow the little things to rob you of your devotion to God. Amen. A job. Little League Baseball on Wednesday night. Football on Friday night when the church is having revival. Amen. Not reading your Bible, but being faithful to social media. Don't allow the little things to rob you of your devotion to God. Don't allow the little things to destroy the growth and fruit that God wants to put in your life. I'll tell you tonight, young people, God has plans for you. God wants to bless you. I'm not telling you you'll be rich. I'm not telling you you'll have nice things. You may, God may give that to you. But what I'm telling you tonight, God has a will for your life and that's a blessed will. It's a divine will, but it's a blessed will. God's got good things. You take these little kids sitting in these pews tonight. God wants good things for those children. He wants to bless them. He wants to be good to them. I tell you, you can ruin it. If you let a fox come in under radar and slip in, you can throw away every good fruit that God ever had for your life all because if you let something burrow in. You let something dig in. You say, what do you got to do? You got to run it out. Amen. You got to kill it. You got to get rid of it. I'm telling you, if you don't, it'll rob you tonight. The principle is don't allow the little things to destroy the growth and the fruit. Don't allow the little things to rob you of your devotion to God. Don't allow the little things to burrow or dig into your life. Don't let something get such a hold. You know, can I just I'll just tell you a little fox that has been in my life. And I've mentioned it before, but I feel led to mention it again. You know, more than anything tonight, as a kid, I loved baseball. And I loved football. And I'm not against that tonight. But you know, more than anything tonight, I used to collect baseball cards so much and I loved them. And Brother Laddie, if God would let me tonight, I would like to go back to doing you say, no, preacher, why would you do that? I just want to. I would love, I mean, I remember those cards. I remember, I remember, I could tell you so much about it. I wouldn't bore you with it tonight. But I tell you, I loved it. And I'm not telling you it's wrong for you. But it was a little fox in my life. At 15 years of age, I remember sitting in the bedroom one night. And I was laying those cards out on the floor. And I was just, I spent so much time with them. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, you know, if you'll get that out of your life, bless you and I ignored it I brushed it off I thought that's, that's not God I, I didn't know a lot about, about the, the work and the spirit of God back then but, but this is the only way I knew and it was right but I didn't know it was right but, but every time I would pull them cards out and start letting them out that, that little voice would say to me you know if you get rid of those I bless you I remember one day I put them all in a box several times the Lord spoke to me I put them in a box. I took them to my friend. We traded cards all the time, and I gave them to him. And about probably four or five months later, I didn't, I didn't put this together until years later, but about four or five months after that, God called me to preach. 
And I can't tell you the times I've looked back and I've just wondered. I don't know, but I've often wondered. If I'd have said no and if I'd have just held on to them and said it's not a big deal, it's not hurting anything, it's not even sin. If you have baseball cards tonight, I'm not even telling you that's sin. I'm telling you in my life, it was, it was more than a sin. It was a little fox that had slipped in and it had dug into my life and it was deep and, and it was there and it had a hold on me and it was going to take away everything sweet that God had ever intended in my life. Oh, I'll tell you tonight, I'd rather be a preacher as anything I know on planet earth. I'm telling you God has been so good to me. I'm telling you that God's done things in my life because of being a preacher I'd have never had in my life. I sure am glad that he gave me enough sense one day to just get that fox out that had burrowed in. You never know what you're missing if you don't get rid of the fox. The principle, the picture. What is the picture of these little foxes? They must be identified in your life. You have to know what they are. It could be a lack of discipline, a lack of structure. That could be a little fox. That's no big deal. It could be a lack of consistency. You're inconsistent and you say, well, it's not a big deal. It's a little fox. Slothfulness, laziness could be a fox in your life. Hidden sins such as a quick temper, anger, bad attitude, never apologizing, never saying you're sorry, always holding a grudge, bitterness, jealousy, a bad spirit, a bad attitude, a false witness, uh, always uh, a smart mouth, amen. Uh, all that could be a, a little fox that you just brush off rolling your eyes at your parents or, or rolling your eyes at your spouse. Uh, you just think, oh, that's no big thing. I don't know. I'll tell you what that is. Uh, it's not a big thing. I'll tell you what it is. It's a little fox. Laughing at sin, mocking people, instigating things. I just wrote these down as God gave them to me. A snooty attitude. Amen. Thinking you're better than people, not shaking somebody's hand because you don't like them. Oh, it's a little fox in your life, what that is. An unchecked spirit, a hard heart, a complaining, a spirit scoffing, always having to have the last word, always having to be the one that has to be right. Never, that's a little fox in your life. That one country song you like to listen to. That one rock song. That one romance novel. That one video game online. That one person that you keep texting, that one friend that one boy, that one girl that God keeps telling you you don't need them in your life. It's a fox. That one picture you keep that you look at often that no one, when no one's around. That one movie you watch, that one sitcom, that one place that you like to go visit, that one person that you like to talk about, that one word you like to say, that one thing you like to do, that one magazine you want to keep that one bottle that you still have that's a fox tonight may God help us to be sensitive the place, the picture talking about where the picture, the principle but then the place where do these foxes like to hide where's the Where's the vine that it, the fox likes to get under? I tell you, the vine. It's the vine of our homes. You know where them foxes like to come? They like to come right into the walls of your house. They like to get in your children's bedroom. 
They like to get in your room. They, they, they like to sneak in the home. Those, those little things that you think don't, don't matter. That, 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 that not, you know, I thought about this. This is a little fox. Not listening to people who are older than you. The saving of my life, what little bit it is, the saving of, the salvaging of my, my home, my marriage, my, uh, my ministry. You know what it's been? God's always, and it almost brings fear to me the older I get. That it's not going to be there much longer. But the saving of my everything has been listening to older people. And I'm not just talking about silk, but I'm talking about people older than me. You got to learn to learn. I see young people today, and I'm not talking about just teenagers. I'm talking about young adults, you know, uh, even young preachers. They, they, they don't, you can't tell them nothing. It's a fox. They come into our home. They, they'll get in your heart. They'll get in there, and I'll tell you, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll rob you of a lot of things. Find the sin of everybody else, but not your family. They'll get in the, where do they come? The, the vine of your home, the, the vine of your heart, the vine of the house of God. Well, them foxes, them little foxes, let me tell you what they'll do tonight, church. They'll even come in here. It's little things. And, I, and, I, and please don't misunderstand what I'm about to say. It's, I'm just talking to you tonight. But as a pastor, it's the little things that ruins the church. I mean, tonight, we're not getting a rock band. Somebody say amen. I could preach on that all day. You're going to shout on that. You know why? That's not what we're going to do. You know that. But it's the little things. It's just changing the singing just, just a little bit. It's just, we're, we're going to stay King James. We're not, going to, we're not leaving the King James Bible. You wouldn't, I wouldn't tolerate that. And if I did, you wouldn't. We all know that. But it's just, just changing some little things. In here. Just dropping the standard of dress just a, a little bit for church. We're talking about sinners tonight. But just just not, you know, as a pastor, can I say this? And thank God I don't have to say this here. I appreciate this church for how you respect the house of God. But there's been times I've had to go to somebody and say, Now listen, if you're going to sing in the choir, that dress has got to go to the bottom of that kneecap. Can I get an amen right there? Because if it goes a centimeter above it, there's no stopping it. Y'all give me an amen on that? You know, I'd rather be horse whipped as have to do that. And thank God I don't have to do it here. But there have been times I've had to. And I'd rather be whipped as have I don't want to do that. But I will. You know why? Because that little centimeter is a little fox that if I let it start, it never stops. It's just, just the little things I'm saying tonight. I tell you, the burden of my heart would be this. If there's something in your life tonight that's stopping you from growing I, as your pastor, I just ask you, please get it out of your life. Please, it's a little fox. Every good family we've ever lost, we didn't lose them over great big things.
It all started one day with a bunch of nothing. They just kept growing, kept growing, and the fruit started coming off, and the vines started dying, and eventually they were gone because something dug in. I don't want anything to dig into my life, do you? I was coming home, I don't know, it was back last year, and uh, I was coming home from Virginia. I was coming into town. It was about 3 o'clock in the morning. I remember that because it was so foggy. I was coming through Chickamauga, and I come around uh, by a town there, and it was so foggy, and, and it was so foggy that when I, I made the curve, I couldn't see the red light. The one red light Chickamauga's got, I couldn't see it because it was so foggy. And I was coming up there to the railroad tracks, standing right there in the middle was a fox. And I stopped, and it's 3 o'clock in the morning. Brother Lady, I looked three times, I thought. I'm tired. Is that a fox in it, downtown Chickamauga? There it stood, and it didn't move. It looked at me. And I just stopped there. There wasn't a soul inside. And eventually it took off down through the, through the uh, railroad tracks down through there. And when I, when I went on over them tracks, I thought, man, I, I, I couldn't believe that there was a fox right here in Chickamauga. Downtown. You know, tonight, sometimes I can't believe that foxes slip in under radar in my life. God, help me tonight. Holy Spirit, show me any little thing that would become a big thing in my life that would rob me tonight as we stand. The little foxes. They want them tender grapes. All these children, all these young people, you know what they are in this church? They're tender grapes. I tell you, there's a fox out there tonight, a, a devil. He wants all these tender grapes tonight. It's going to take parents and it's going to take preaching to keep that fox out. Stay on your knees for your children all the days of their life. Even when they're grown and gone, you pray for them every day. You pray for their safety. You pray for their spirituality. You pray for their service. You pray that God will keep them from sin and Satan all the days of their life, that they'll serve Him. If they're not married, you pray for their spouse, that they'll marry in the perfect will of God. And I tell you, you pray for them. You pray for those grandchildren every day because, well, there's a fox out there. He wants that fruit in their life.